Welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout, and I'm on a mission to declutter my house one disc at a time. Hello, welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout, as always. I am happy to announce that today is going to be a Christmas special. Can you believe it? Who doesn't love a Christmas special, right? Me. I don't love Christmas specials. It's too happy. So I am going to be doing something a little bit different for this Christmas special. But before we get into that, I'm going to tell you about how this episode came about. So in order to do an audio CD, which is what I'm going to be doing today, I had to find my old Walkman. I have this old Sony. I'm looking at it right now. It's very uh, shiny. Uh, You might recognize it from the picture on this podcast because it is sitting behind my head. Before I took that picture, I had to find this damn thing. So I went up in the attic and I was looking at all my old stuff and it was nestled in a box among all these old dog-eared relics of my youth. Hundreds of burned CDs that like I just mixtapes or whatever that are on those like old paper pouches that had the, they're like envelopes, but they had the clear plastic translucent windows on the front of them so you could read what you had handwritten on the, on the disc. Man, the early 2000s or something, huh? So uh, I brought this box down to clean it out, and uh, I pull out my old, my old Walkman, and it's like covered in this brown crust that just really tells of the time that I was like an irresponsible tween with chubby cheeks, and I was addicted to cola, and I was pudgy, and my hair was like disjointed from my head like a mushroom cap. It was just reminded me of the that period of time in my life, and. I just was like looking through the old discs, it's Breaking Benjamin, Seether, Three Days Grace, and Chameleon Air all on one CD. Lou Bega's One Hit Wonder and all kinds of other One Hit Wonders, Hammer Time, that kind of stuff. So I'm just like looking through all these old discs and I decided what better way to dump these discs then a giveaway oh yeah that's right we're doing a giveaway ladies and gentlemen we are going to be giving away all of my old mixtapes which i know you want them i know you do they're really good i was really uh mindful about the flow of a cd so we'd start off heavy in some of them and kind of lull out in the middle and get kind of relaxing and then work your way back up to being heavy or We'll have a rock song that kind of has a little bit of rap portion in it, and then we'll go more into rap, and then we're going to end up at techno by the end. I was all about the actual energy of the disc, so this is going to be my giveaway. So in order to qualify for this giveaway, this isn't a contest, it's a giveaway. What you need to do is first rate and subscribe to me on whatever platform that you are listening to this podcast on, whether it's Apple, which is the one that will definitely give you ratings, or if you have Stitcher or Podbean or whatever... You just need to show me that you are subscribed, and if you can, give me a five-star rating. Bonuses for five-star ratings. And uh, if you give me a nice little review, I'd appreciate that too. It's extremely important for podcasts to have ratings and reviews in order to be seen by people on, uh, on all of the platforms. So once you've done that for me, then what I need you to do is send me an email at discdumppod at gmail.com, D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P, pod at gmail.com don't forget that little pp in there the two p's once you've done that for me and you've sent me your screenshot maybe even write me a little message tell me how much you like the show or hate the show tell me what kind of music you like that sort of thing 
then I will send you, you might need to give me your address, but I will send you one of my mixtapes. So that's how you qualify for this giveaway. The first person to participate in this giveaway will get not a burned CD, but an actual CD from me, maybe a movie if you prefer. I don't know. You just need to let me know what your tastes are and tell me how much you appreciate the show, and I will hook you up with something real great. I appreciate everything you've done, so I will send you all these discs. However, this giveaway ends on the last day of January. So, you need to do this for me the beginning of this year, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a great first couple episodes, and I'm hoping that everything will get even better in the new year. Again, the giveaway ends on the last day of January in 2020. Get those ratings and emails in. Thank you so much. Now, on to the show. On this All Hallows Christmas special, we are going to be deciding to keep or dump Nightmare Revisited. So this is a, a remake of the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack made with more culturally relevant artists. And by that, I mean artists who were relevant in 2008. So this is an 11-year-old CD. Holy Moses, time flies. But first, a brief history. This album was produced as a 15-year anniversary for the 1993 Disney film A Nightmare Before Christmas. Marilyn Manson is accredited for inspiring this album because he released a cover of This Is Halloween three years earlier. Will Miles be able to explain why he likes or dislikes this album without having the rights to play any song? Let's find out. At long last, let's actually get started on this. So I want you to know, before I do any CDs, I, uh, I make a point to listen to the CD three times. It's not just a knee-jerk reaction. Something my dad taught me is like, the first time you hear it, you meet it. The second time you hear it, you're getting acquainted, you kind of are getting to know it. And the third time is when you really can determine if you like a CD. So it's a lesson my dad taught me when I was young, and I still live by that. And he was also like a whole album kind of guy, not like a single track kind of guy. So I also tend to approach music from that level. Another thing I should say is I let this album surprise me. I did not look at the back of the album at all to see who was on it or anything. I just wanted to take it for a ride and see where we ended up. So this, The Nightmare Before Christmas Revisited, is uh, it's kind of weird. It's a pretty eclectic album, if I say so, which I didn't expect. Like, I got this CD from my sister. She did not take it when she moved out. Go figure. I knew there was This Is Halloween, the remake by Marilyn Manson on here. I feel like I heard it many, many, many times. But what I didn't expect was that it would sound a little bit uh, a little bit dated, this most recent couple playthroughs I've had. Just kind of sounds a bit like industrial and intentionally creepy, which is good, but I don't know if you really nailed it. But that's not even how this CD starts. This CD starts with remakes of the actual score, which I didn't expect. Like, Danny Elfman remakes his own music. It's just odd to me, but that happens. And uh, Dvachka is the first first people to come in, and they have, like, uh, just a remake of the Overture. I don't know. It's very strange. But then, who else do we have on this album? Uh, I don't want to go through each individual song. It's going to be super boring, but there are some, some very notable people. So, All American Rejects do Jack's Lament. I, uh... I don't want to say I enjoyed it, but it wasn't bad. 
It wasn't good. It, it wasn't like it's, it's all American rejects. You know how they sing. That's that's what does me. Move along. Anyway, I'm not huge on them. They're not my favorite people. But Jack's Lament, they they could have done a worse job. It could have been worse. Okay. So there's a better way to go about this. Let's be more structured about this review. I'm going to give you my, uh, there's 20 songs on this album, 20. So we're not gonna talk about each individual one. I'm gonna give you my top five songs I liked, and I'm gonna talk about uh, three to five surprises that were on here, all right? So let's start with the songs I like with a countdown. So we'll call this one number five. What's this by Flyleaf? That was surprisingly good. That was surprisingly good. I like uh, What's This is one of my favorite songs from this movie. What's this? What's this? The music in the air. What's this? Anyway, um, so uh, that, that falls under parody law. That's why I had to do it that way. <laughs> I make myself laugh. I'm so fucking dumb. Anyway, so Flyleaf's What's This was super like i don't know if you guys remember flyleaf they're like this christian rock band that was on regular radio for some reason and they were pretty good they weren't like i wouldn't say they're good it was like pop rock music but there's a female singer and she's really melodic and like all over all over the spectrum of quality she would scream sometimes she had a really angelic voice but she would kind of go for uh go for the tone of her music like she'd do like the background ambience and stuff so that band is no longer a thing, I don't think, but she freaking killed it on What's This. I thought that was very well done. So I guess we'll call this one number four of my favorites. This is uh, Rodrigo y Gabriela. Yeah, they're uh, they're on this. I can't believe it. For those of you who don't know who Rodrigo y Gabriela are, they are a brother-sister duo uh, flamenco guitarists. They are probably the most incredible guitarists I've ever heard, among them at least. And uh, they they do Oogie Boogie's song. So, you know, the, the bad guy's song from this movie. And they were entrusted with one of the most important songs on this album. And they killed it. I love them so much. They, like, drum on the guitar as well as, like, playing it. Sometimes they put a little bit of electric guitar in it. But mostly they play nylon string guitars. They're super, super, super excellent. If there's anybody you check out on this album independently, like, if you're not looking up this album... Rodrigo and Gabriela is for sure some of the most talented musicians you'll ever see. Definitely watch them rather than just listen to them. Look them up on YouTube. They're fantastic. All right, so we'll call this one then, uh, I guess we're on number three. Number three would be Rise Against. Uh, they, uh, they're just really solid musicians. They are, they're not like, oh boy, I'm going to tell everyone I know Rise Against is the best band I've ever heard. But they do making Christmas, making Christmas, making Christmas. But they put that like punk rock feel on it, that punk pop rock. And that the the little zing that they put on that is pretty fucking great. Like they're high energy. And I think that's why they got picked for this song is they're talking about making hats out of bats and all that. It's They're very, very good. It was a super good rendition of that song. Uh, let's see here. Number two was both a surprise and probably one of the best songs in the CD, and that's by the Yoshida Brothers. They, uh, they're some, I, I'm just gonna say Asian. I don't know if they're J Japanese or if they're Chinese. I don't want to offend anybody. They are from Asia, and they're, uh, they make, like, EDM dance music, but they also play traditional Asian instruments, 
I don't know what they're called either. I'm uneducated. I'm a, a Neanderthal knuckle dragger. So, yeah, that's uh, super good. It, it is an experience. They, they take you on a musical journey. Does it sound like any of the songs from the soundtrack of The Nightmare Before Christmas? No, not even a little. But their song on here, uh, what is it supposed to be? Yoshida Brothers. Nabbed? I don't know. It's super fucking good. It's really, really good. That one's definitely a keeper, too. They only have a couple of songs that are particularly popular, but they took me on a journey with that one. And uh, my favorite song on the CD, for those of you who assume that because I like Marilyn Manson, this would make sense, is uh, the Corn song that they do. Yeah, the band Corn. They do um, Kidnapping Sandy Claus. You know, la, 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 la. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. I literally, like, the first time I listened to this, I didn't want to, but I had to. I literally stopped and went back and listened to this song one more time before I moved on in this album. It is so, so good. It's so, like, fiendish and diabolical, but so happy at the same time. Oh, my gosh. It is definitely the best song in this CD. It makes me so happy to hear it because it's my favorite song from that uh, from the actual movie, too. Like, all-time favorite song from the movie. But at the same time, made by one of the bands that I really, really appreciate, even though most people have given up on them, I still love Korn. So, yep, that song is my shit. Alrighty, so there were a couple surprises on this album. Things that, you know, it's, uh didn't see that shit coming. I don't want to say that they're bad or good. They're just total surprises. So I guess the first one that might resonate with some people is the Vitamin String Quartet is on here. Do you guys remember the Vitamin String Quartet? I don't even know if they still make music. There are like four people, obviously, who play stringed instruments, like classical stringed instruments that do covers of modern rock songs. And they do like entire albums. Like I heard them do a Metallica one. I've heard them do a cover of Seether music. And they uh, they just cover entire albums of these popular rock artists. So they ended up on here doing the Jack and Sally montage where they like are singing together and all that. And that was just a surprise because I totally forgot the Vitamin String Quartet even existed. And on a similar note, I guess the next surprise is... Amy Lee is on here. I don't know if you guys remember Amy Lee from uh, Evanescence. Do you guys remember Evanescence? It's, Wake me up. Take me up inside. Them. Yep, that band. So she's on here, but she's actually an excellent, excellent singer. And she does Sally's song. And I don't know if I could have picked a better person to do it. She killed it. It's a shame that she's, like, not relevant anymore. And nobody knows where she is or cares. Because she, she was a talent. I don't know why she's not a big thing anymore but she's definitely not uh so we're coming close to uh the end of the surprises here that i have written down there is do you guys know rjd2 rjd2 no nobody nobody okay well rjd2 they are known for making instrumental like uh hip-hop beats so they were on this album and what they did was they covered the christmas eve montage I don't know what that is, but they I recognized it when I heard it. You'll have to look it up. They are probably most well-known for doing the Mad Men theme song, but they also have uh, a bunch of really popular songs on the alternative circuit. So I recommend that you check out RJD2 if you haven't had a chance. It's RJD2. 
other than that, really, the biggest surprise for me was the Polyphonic Spree. They do the town meeting song. At first, I really wanted to skip it. I was not into the first couple seconds of this song at all. I was like, oh boy, I'm making a mistake. I'm definitely going to dump this album. But upon listening to this song, it grows and really flourishes by the middle of the song and gets crazy by the end. It is a production masterpiece. They have little kids singing, but they're also like turning some kids who are talking creepy up louder than the chorus of kids. And it's just super well produced. It's so much like a Pink Floyd song. It's not even funny. So that song actually, I'm like proud to announce was a super big surprise. I did not expect it to be good and they won me over by the end of it. And I think that's important in life is you need to be willing to take chances on things and all that. But even after you've decided you don't like something, hear it out, push through, go to the end because rewards are seldom at the beginning of anything. So when you're working through your life and you're faced with a little challenge, overcome challenge, whatever, like that's, that's not new. There's, that's not a new idea is like to push through, but really, truly struggle yields reward. Struggle yields reward is probably, I guess the best way to do it. It is super rewarding to listen to this song from beginning to end. So that one was, uh, that was the polyphonic spree, the town meeting song. You should definitely check that out. That is probably the most rewarding song on this as far as if you're into production and you're into the talent of musicians and you could tell they had a lot of fun while they made it, but they really poured their heart and soul into it too. So it's got like a fun atmosphere and a fun feeling, but it's definitely like, definitely a big big part of this album and it's one of the first songs on it is like song seven out of 20 so it's towards the middle but you know it's is a really good song and uh so that sums it up i the one i recommend the most is the corn song but it's not the most rewarding song is that strange it's probably a strange thing to say i don't know i've watched this movie like i don't know five times a year since i was six it's been a part of my life. I remember when I was in preschool, I dressed up like the dog from the Zero from this movie. I dressed up like him for a Halloween party in preschool. So that's how long this movie's been a part of my life, and I've been a huge fan of it. However, this remakes album, not so much. Not as a not as into this one. I, I liked it, don't get me wrong, I thought immediately it was going to be a dump, immediately. So I am, to, like, struggling to decide if I'm going to keep this or not, but let's do some pros and cons. Pros to keeping this. I can, around Halloween or Christmas time, put it on. That's the joy and genius of The Nightmare Before Christmas is it is everybody's two favorite holidays competing on one disc, so that's pretty cool, but at the same time, I only liked... Well, I only really, really liked five or six out of the 20 songs on this disc. But it's got a cool little case, you know. It's it's pink for some reason. It's very, uh, very hot topic looking. Um, I don't... It's like a trifold one. It's not like a jewel... Or is that what they call them? Jewel disc holders? Jewel cases? It's not like that, and it's definitely not a vape. This is way before vapes. Anyway, they uh, this is like one of those paper trifold ones. But it's, I, do I need to own an album with songs by the plain white tees on it? 
I don't think I do. Do I want to occasionally hear the all-American rejects? Not, not really, no. I'm, and am I even a holiday person so much? Not so much, but I don't, I don't hate this. I don't hate holidays. I don't hate this album. I enjoyed some of the songs. I smiled and laughed out loud at a couple of them because I was like excited that it was happening in my ears since it was a total surprise for me. So pros and cons. Pros are I have this whenever I want to listen to it. But the cons of keeping this are I can find all of these songs on the internet for free. Do I need to have the collection in my hands? Am I a nightmare before Christmas diehard? Is this something I need in my life for longer than right now? And I'm going to have to go with no. I think that we're going to dump this one. It's going to be hard for me to decide to keep any CDs, but there are some that I'm definitely going to keep. But my musical tastes have changed since CDs were relevant. So I still enjoy things like this, like this kind of rock music for nostalgia. And the CD ones are all going to be a little dated, I think. But for the most part, like, I'm probably going to dump most of my CDs. So, uh, yeah, I think The Nightmare Before Christmas Revisited. I think that this guy is going to be a dump. Yeah, I hope that's not disappointing for anybody. I recommend you check it out at least once. Like, if you haven't heard it, it's worth hearing. It's not nothing. It's this is this is a substantial album that they took a lot of time and a lot of effort to make. It there was the fact that more than ten years later they decided to remake a Disney soundtrack. It was pretty cool. Like the whole concept of it is actually super neat. But I don't think I need to own it. The most popular song off of it is the Marilyn Manson song. This is Halloween, and it's definitely not the best song on this album is okay like i've heard it a bajillion times and i'm always excited to hear it but it's it comes on pandora like i don't need this spotify would i can look up all these songs on spotify and not have any issues so there it is that's it we are gonna dump the nightmare revisited i want to thank you all for listening to the Distump podcast it's been a it's been fun it's been a fun year guys and i'm excited now that this is rolling that we're going to be doing this more so i also want to thank uh memoria for the use of our theme song demeter off of the ep daughter of the seasons it's an excellent album i really like this song uh also be sure to find us at uh discdumppod at gmail.com that's our email if you want to reach out to me and talk to me i keep saying our like this isn't a one-man operation but it's mostly just me so you're certain to get in direct contact with me if you type in discdumppod at gmail.com don't forget the little pp in there discdumppod uh you can also find us on twitter at discdump and facebook we have a group called the discdump podcast fans with an exclamation point we have open enrollment i encourage everybody to get on there i'm putting little teasers on that group for things that are coming up and so for instance this uh this giveaway there's going to be a teaser for it but i'm not going to put the rules up so maybe uh maybe you guys can start talking about the kind of music that you hope i can send to you and talk about your own mixtapes stuff like that on there uh if you by some miracle are not the one in charge of having the playing device that you're hearing this on and you want to look us up on discdump.com the website is still under construction but you can find direct links to all the podcasts there yeah that's 
probably about it. I'm working on making an Instagram. I don't have anything to put on it, which is my primary sticking point of not making it. I don't have a bunch of pictures. And uh, the Facebook page is much less effective form of communication with the fans than a group, which is why I made a Facebook group. But there's a page on there too if you want to follow that. There will probably be direct links to new episodes that you'll get notified about on there. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe. And in order to be in this giveaway, you have to like, rate, and subscribe. Send me a screenshot and I will send you a disc. And the first person to do this will definitely win the nightmare revisited this album that i have covered and reviewed for today's episode thank you guys so much for listening i really appreciate everything that you guys do this is as much for me as it is for you i know that's not what you're supposed to say as a content provider like oh yay me but i i want to give back i want people to be entertained i love podcasts i hope you guys do too if this is your first podcast i'm sorry i'm working through it Life is going to get better. I'm getting new equipment. I, uh, I'm i recording this one from my new studio, which is pretty exciting. And by new studio, I mean my office. I have a little office now, and I don't know acoustically how this would work with more than one person, but whenever I'm doing these solo ones, this is probably where I'm going to be doing them from. It's much warmer up here than in the basement in the D&D room, which is where I record all my other ones. All right. Well, I hope you guys have happy holidays. Take care of yourselves. Love one another. And have a happy new year.